The Book Love Foundation podcast is produced by the Teacher Learning Sessions, connecting teachers with ideas, experts, and each other. Our board met last week and we voted to send you 500 books. Um, how many books? Are you serious? I'm serious. The board voted to give you a 500 book library. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I have goosebumps right now, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> goosebumps are good. You have 500 books coming your way. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I almost want to cry. Welcome to the Book Love Foundation podcast. This episode, the last of our season, is a celebration of teachers who are changing the reading lives of teenagers, one kid and one book at a time. Our 2016 grant winners come from Michigan and Georgia and Mississippi, Iowa and Illinois, California and Oregon, as well as Manitoba, Canada. We also awarded smaller grants this year to teachers in Sudbury, Ontario, Idaho, New Jersey, and North Carolina. Our 2016 library winners join the Book Love Foundation family, which stretches across 24 states and three Canadian provinces. They teach in public and private schools. They teach honors students as well as students who have always struggled with reading. Books matter. In every classroom, high-interest books matter. According to an Oregon teacher you'll meet on this podcast, new books acknowledge that students are worth a new book. I'm so excited for you to meet these teachers, and I have to confess, the joy here is contagious. I've teared up three times listening to this podcast. Joining me is Kevin Carlson from the Teacher Learning Sessions. The first Book Love Foundation Library winner we meet today is Chandra Walker. Hi, Chandra. It's Penny Kittle from the Book Love Foundation. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Well, our board met last week, and we have a really enthusiastic board member who um, has worked in schools all over the world, and she brought your application forward with her most important recommendation that she really believed you deserved a library. So we voted to send you 500 books. Oh, how many books? It's a 500 book library. Oh my gosh. You're just, oh my gosh. I cannot believe it. I thought when I applied, I would have to like apply every year for a lot of years before this would even maybe happen. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry right now. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. You know, we have a winner this year who has applied four years in a row. So you're actually not wrong about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you so much. I can't even articulate how much this means to me. So thank you. And to the person who believed in me, tell her thank you as well. Oh, oh I so will. Excited. On finalist night, it's kind of emotional for all of us because we all want all of our candidates to win. And um, she was really passionate about your application. She just said that when you said the best quote of your application is, Mrs. Walker, I'm sorry I didn't get my homework done. I was up all night reading. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened so many times. And um, just giving my kids time to read in class 
has just brought us all together. You know, everybody is reading and the few that aren't feel like they should be reading, you know, they know that they're missing out, but it's just um, giving us things to share with each other. And the, the culture has just grown tremendously this year. I love that. Do you have your students more than one year? Yeah, actually, actually, um, I have them now as ninth and 10th graders, and I was just told that they're going to have me teach them as 11th graders as well. So that's really exciting to me. This is perfect. You know, you've already established this environment of regular reading, and now you're going to flood your classroom with books, and they're going to read more than ever. Yeah, it's going to be like Christmas to them. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's Oh, if you think about it, you know, you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of titles to choose from. We have a list that's pretty long, but when you go through to select your books, I can imagine you're going to think a lot about what your kids like and the kind of books that you know they'll read. Yeah. Wow. I can't even, oh my gosh. Oh, you just made my, like my year. This is so exciting. Teachers like you, you know, you're new to the profession, third year in, according to your Mm -hmm. application, and we really want to support new energy in our profession, just that teacher who goes to whatever length she can to get turn kids into readers, and I can tell that that's what you do. Oh, that's what I strive to do, but yeah, thank you. So excited! (laughs) Some teachers, like Chandra, are just getting started in their career. Some already have extensive existing classroom libraries. Meet Jake Eismeyer. There's not really a culture of classroom libraries in the school right now, with the exception of mine. And so the kids will they'll kind of talk to each other about where the books are. And it's great, um, but I'll get you know kids from other classes just stopping in throughout the day, checking the books out, um, which is incredible. And you know we try to keep track of it through you know through the classroom organizer through BookSource. But yeah, it does tend to kind of deplete it pretty quickly. Absolutely. I think that's why the board voted to give you a full classroom library. Oh, wow. Is that really? Really? 500 bucks. That is incredible. Well, we were really excited about um, all of the things you do that aren't just teaching. I mean, there's this long list. And it's very interesting because we fund all different kinds of people from really high free and reduced lunch populations like yours right? to um, some that don't have nearly as high, but they're really making gains in an entirely different setting. Like there's a, um, <laughs> a winner this year who applied four years in a row. And in right. the time that he keeps applying, he has developed this course at his school that's um, pleasure reading. And he now has 200 students enrolled in it. Oh, that's incredible. I know. It's just the idea that, you know, what we see in these applications is people who are growing and are probably going to go out and really make a mark on the world of teaching. And you certainly have such a wide variety of places where you're looking at what's working in your classroom and then how you can scale that in other places. Oh, thank you so much. That's exciting. Wow, we're really excited. The kids will be thrilled. While Jake has spent years building his classroom library prior to receiving his Book Love Foundation grant, Michael Simmental has been building his library one title at a time. He teaches at a school with very few resources. We're kind of known as the underachieving school. We're known as, uh, quote-unquote, the school of diversity. We have some teachers who pour into this school for the students who 
you know, are struggling with generational issues of, you know, addiction and incarceration, uh, you know, deportation as a part of these kids' lives. And then so many of them, uh, reading is one of those things that of all the habits that they've inherited, that's not one. Um, and so when they come to school, so many of them, you know, they're, they're looking for those books that they can connect with that'll give them some sort of grounding and context and hope, uh, you know, at the very least understanding for, for what they're going through. And so it's, it's a wonderful school. This is actually my first year um, at North Salem, but uh, it's, a, it's a school that I went to very purposefully and, and hope to stay for quite a while. Oh, I love that. In your application, you mentioned that you have mostly books from yard sales and only about 10% of them are current. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 my kids joke all the time because I, I bring in like, uh, you know, bags filled from like, you know, yard sales, library book sales, uh, you know, hand-me-downs, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm almost dumpster diving at like uh, local nonprofits to, to get what I can. That is, I mean, the dumpster diver teacher, you could have put that in your application. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> so what do you think it's going to be like when they get 500 books arriving into your classroom? Truthfully, I have no idea. Like, I'm struggling to picture that myself. If I get a book that those kids are excited about reading, it's like we end up with like waiting lists, you know. And and because it is the type of school that it is, you know, we're often like waiting lists are running from like classroom to classroom, uh, you know. And so, five five hundred books is really sort of hard to fathom. Five hundred high interest books is is really hard to even process on the teacher side. Um, for the kids, this is one of those schools where um, new books are not something that they're used to seeing. Even even knowing that those are there is uh, kind of acknowledging, you know, uh, that they're worth a new book, as silly as that might sound to some people. Oh, no. Way. I understand completely. I love the, I just imagine that, you know, you're going to order all these books. You have hundreds and hundreds to choose from, but I'm sure you'll pick great ones for your students, and then you'll you know, there'll be hardcover books that have never been opened that will be in the hands of these kids. Yeah, exactly. Wendy Gassaway works at a school with a library, but no librarian. She applied for a book love grant last year. She didn't get one, but the reflection on her teaching practice through the application process fueled her to make changes in her teaching for this year. Hi, Wendy. It's Penny Kittle from the Book Love Foundation. Hi. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? I'm well. So our board met last week, and we were looking over your application, um, really intrigued by the hard work you're doing with your students. So we want to give you a 500-book library. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> that's so exciting. Oh, that's good. We kept reading about you don't have a librarian. We do have a school library, but we don't have a school librarian. We have a, a library assistant who works very hard but doesn't have the um the formal library training yeah well it's been a big learning year as i said in my application going through the process last year really opened my mind up to a lot of things that i wasn't doing that i could be doing i was really inspired by that and was working over the summer to think about reading workshop elements i could put in the language art and then my principal asked me if i would actually do the reading intervention class instead of the general language art so I've really been able to do a lot this year. 
it's, I really, um, you know, I love, as I think everybody involved in this does, it's, it's very exciting to try to get the right book for the right kid. Yeah. And, to, and kids really get excited about something they're reading. Yeah. And I can tell that you're a big reader because the books that you listed that you've been reading are books that are most of them pretty new. And I can tell that you're just like dialed into what kids need. Thank you. Yes. It's, yeah, I do read a lot. It's, it's, it's great to have a, uh, a legitimate excuse to do so. But. <laughs> yeah, it's a good excuse. Well, we're excited to be funding you. I hope um, you'll stay in touch. We would love to hear about what happens in your classroom when these boxes of hundreds of books arrive. Yay! Oh, that's so exciting. Well, we're excited for you. We just want to honor all that hard work you do every day in your classroom. Thank you so much. So this teacher that's been mentioned who was awarded a library this year after applying for four years is named Austin Hall. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Austin, it's Penny Kittle at the Book Love Foundation. It seemed fitting that he had to wait a little bit longer for Penny to tell him that he'd won. Hi, is this Austin? Yes, it is. Hey, it's Penny Kittle. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. I have good news for you. Okay. The board voted last week to award you a classroom library. Oh, my Lord, that's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Penny, that is, uh, that's so happy. That makes me so happy. So I have to tell you one of the things that really swayed us, and um, that was that you've started this elective course, and you now have 200 kids mm -hmm. enrolled. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, that's like the only thing I'm teaching next year because it's because so many kids have uh, signed up for it for next year. And it's a course that's dedicated to reading. Yes, originally I called it reading for pleasure because that's kind of what is at the heart of it. But now it's known as strategic reading. Just just so on the we had a, a few issues with like colleges not necessarily understanding what the class was about and. Do you um, love this? But yeah, Colleges it, it, don't it, it, understand just, what reading for pleasure is all about. Right. <laughs> exactly, right? That was the whole irony of it all. But yeah, it's, it's centered around the classroom library. Basically, our schedule is we have most days are 90-minute periods. So I start the day with book talk. We build up to half an hour of independent reading. Then there's usually a mini lesson or two um, during the day, wh whether it's, um, you know, like that it's okay to abandon a book or rereading books or... Uh, genre studies or things like that. Um, and this semester, I actually did a uh, read aloud, which was pretty pretty fun. It ended up being a cool thing with seniors, getting them into that. So. It sounds fabulous. Yeah. No, it's been awesome. So it was that course and the fact that you've now applied, this was your fourth time, that was pretty persuasive. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> getting sick of me, probably. <laughs> Not at all. You know, it wasn't just that you applied four times. It was that we could see yeah. that you were continuing to grow and change and that you weren't letting the library hold you back. You were just continuing to make right. it all happen. Right. It's turned into an obsession, Penny. It really, <laughs> it really has over the past few years. I love that. And your students are responding, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, what's, what's kind of cool, uh, getting your uh, call, basically right now, I'm, my seniors just finished up last week. So as part of their final, I'm going through their reflections on their growth throughout the year. So it's, it's really kind of uh, invigorating to really pick up on how, how impactful it's been for them this year. Every year, yeah. my colleague and I would gather with those reflective pieces and just kind of celebrate all that kids had achieved.
Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. And now you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of books to choose from. Oh, man, I'm so stoked. This is going to be great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ongoing growth, growth over time, that implies change. And Colin Flynn has changed as a teacher and a reader. Well, I have to tell you, your application gave us quite a few laughs from book snob to bad kitty. (laughs) And we so loved it. We're going to send you a 500 book library. That is amazing. I am so excited. Did you know that's why I was calling? (laughs) Um, I, I had a thought, but I didn't want to get my hopes up. So So talk to me about this journey you made as someone who was a certified book snob to someone who (laughs) is just embracing independent reading and young adult literature. And just talk to me a little bit about how you did that. So I I think the biggest impact for me was, was talking to students about the books that they were reading and the feeling, the passion that they had for the books that they read. Um, one of my girls was reading Out of the Easy, and yeah. she just loved it so much. I just kept looking at her like, how did this happen? And it was that moment like, I need to get these kids books that they can love. And that was really a big moment for me. Oh, do I love that. I need to get these kids <laughs> books that they can love. Yeah. I mean, it. you know, I had a um, Ready Player One has been a huge hit um, this year. In my classroom I don't know as well. If you've read- I mean, I've got these boys that don't read. They've never read. And they're reading it, and they're like, they're so excited about it. Now they want to read the second one. And they, 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 they just, it's, reading for them has never been important. Yeah. And for, for at least, you know, a year or a semester, I gave them that chance to experience reading as a positive in their life. I don't think there's a greater gift you can give kids than that. I I don't either. (laughs) Next, we meet Dawn Taylor, who created a school-wide reading program called the Million Words Club. Hi, is this Dawn of the Million Words Club? It is. (laughs) (laughs) The one who says your classroom library is the center of your teaching world. It completely is what I based my entire curriculum on. And I have had huge results because of it. I can tell, and we're going to make it much bigger. Oh, my goodness. I have goosebumps right now, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Goosebumps are good. You have 500 books coming your way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I almost want to cry. It's just so exciting. You know, you've worked so hard to build up that library, and I can only imagine what your kids are going to think about oh my gosh boxes they won't boxes and boxes and boxes of books <laughs> arrive oh my gosh they aren't even going to know what to do i have a i started a summer reading program last summer when they see books arrive and then they're going to i mean one of the big things they want to do this year because i changed classrooms was help me organize my classroom library they are going to lose it like, <laughs> we, we put all the books by genres into lockers at the last day of school and like when do we start organizing the library (laughs) oh it's gonna be great i know you're gonna make some excellent choices that are just right for your students oh my gosh i'm so excited i am so excited you have no idea i'm like walking around in circles in my living room (laughs) 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 oh my gosh i can't believe this with this program i've been able to actually change the atmosphere at our school into which reading is now like 
up front and people want to be part of it. People are talking about it. They're engaged. The kids come into the classroom apprehensive at first, but then wanting to be part of the whole thing that we do. And I, my curriculum is based completely on student choice. It's taken on a life of its own, but it's doing exactly what I wanted it to do. And I'm so proud of it, but I'm so happy for the kids because it's just changing them and it's changing the fabric of our school environment to where it used to be like kids just didn't really care about academics and their achievements much at all. And now it's like the neat thing to be part of the Million Words Club. Kids will come to me at the beginning of the school year asking me how they can be part of it. I had one that emailed me right before you called saying this year, I really want to make it, Miss Taylor. Can you help me over the summer? Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. And, you know, it's just somebody who can show them and model the behavior for them that I'm reading all the time. They always see what I'm reading and talking to them about it like it's exciting. And then you get the right kids to be part of it. And then it's just like a domino effect. And it's been wonderful. And I'm, I, I'm like giddy about these books. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have contagious book love in your classroom already. I can only imagine when you add 500 new books. Oh, my gosh. I just don't even know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally have goosebumps all over my body right now. I am so excited. This is a lovely story. We are so excited to put, bring you into the Book Love Foundation family. Oh, I am beyond excited. I am thrilled. I am thankful. I am blessed. I am so, so happy. You have no idea how happy you just made me. And my students. (laughs) The Book Love Library winners we've met so far are generous and nurturing. They are curious and thoughtful. And they are the kind of teachers with the courage and passion to add their voice to the profession. This is Kelsey Curlett. You are Kelsey. Let's see. English 10 is my game. World literature is my name. Full classes of 31. (laughs) Where reading is number one. That's you, huh? Yes, that is definitely me. (laughs) Well, we are excited to grant you a 500 book classroom library. Oh my gosh. I, oh my gosh. I'm like, my heart is beating so fast. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So you have classes of 31 kids? Yeah. Wow. They say it's supposed to go up next year. So that'll be interesting. You need these books then? Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh, I try to like spend as much of my own money as I can, but it only goes so far. Oh, well, it's your third year of teaching. I don't think you probably have a lot of money yet, right? Oh, no, not (laughs) at all. And I'm a grad student and I'm getting married. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We noticed that you've already presented at MRA. Yeah. Um, I just really love learning. So I have been pretty involved with um, some professors at my graduate school, and they invited me to come and talk about choice reading and using writing notebooks and all that stuff. And I was, at first, I was like, who in the world would want to listen to such a young teacher? But my friend convinced me to do it, and it was a good experience. So I hope to continue to do some of those things in the future. Well, we were impressed that you're already out there giving back to the profession, being a leader. You know, it's it's hard to do all that. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Oh, I can that tell. Easy. I love it so much. So can you imagine getting hundreds of books and boxes delivered to your classroom? No, I, I'm just so like over the moon. You can probably tell I'm just ecstatic right now. <laughs> I, I get excited to get like two books from Amazon. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're going to have a, a lot to choose from. Oh my gosh, my students are going to be so excited. They are going to be thrilled. You're going to be such a leader in our profession, I can tell. Oh, I hope to be. That is fabulous. What lucky students who have you as their teacher. Ah. Uh, well, you're going to get in touch with BookSource. I'll send you all the information because they're our sponsor and they'll get the books to you. And we hope that they will all be delivered by September. This summer, the Teacher Learning Sessions is offering a free four-week online course around the Book Love Foundation podcast. The course will offer support material to help you build and get the most out of your classroom library, conversations in a private Facebook group, the chance to get and share resources, and the opportunity to build your online network. And, best of all, it will be made up of a community of teachers like you and the Book Love Foundation award winners that you hear on this show. All season, we have shared recommended titles from Book Love Foundation library winners, also from Penny's author friends and even from students themselves. It turns out a lot of you really like these recommendations. So we want to end the season by offering you more. We have gathered a list of about 200 titles. It includes every single one mentioned on the show and many, many more. And we want to give you this list as part of that free four-week online course. To sign up, dig deeper into some Book Love Foundation podcast episodes, build your online network, and get a list of top titles to help you build your own classroom library, all for free, visit teacherlearningsessions.com slash booklove-dash summer. That's teacherlearningsessions.com slash booklove dash summer. There is a link in the show notes. We will end today's podcast with Jake Casey, who leads what he calls a beautifully orchestrated collaboration between teacher and students to enhance the positive impact of reading and writing through modeling and choice. Jake leads 6th, 7th, 8th, and 10th graders in rural Bellevue, Michigan. He said in his application, I believe that every student wants to read, to experience, to grow intellectually and academically. I desperately want to influence this desire by putting knowledge in their hands and to open their eyes to the world around them. There's no better way for this to happen than to provide them with books that they want and need to read. We believe this too, Jake. Thanks for being a teacher who makes that happen. Hello? Hi, is this Jake? This is Jake. Hi, Jake. This is Penny Kittle from the Book Club Foundation. Hey, hi, Penny. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm very good. I got a sick four-year-old, but other than that, I'm really good. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Well, I have good news. Oh, no. Are you serious? I'm serious. The board voted to give you a 500-book library. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> oh, you don't even understand. <laughs> oh. So tell me about your school in rural Michigan. What's that? Tell me about this school where the books are going. 
Um, right, right now I'm at Bellevue, and uh, we are a very small school. We got about thirty to fifty kids per class. Um, and my, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say right now. I'm, I'm trying to catch my breath. <laughs> um, but at, at my school, I am I'm just the go-to person for uh, book reading. I mean, I, I I lose books every year. I probably lose about thirty to forty books a year just because kids take them, and I I it's all about trust and whatever. And sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. But uh, we are. We are very passionate about reading. I mean, I, I know since I've been there and what I've been doing, um, my math te- the math teachers there now have books in the room. Um, it's just, it's a reading culture. And <laughs> you, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're about to have a book flood come your way. Oh, Miss Kittle, I tell you what. You know, I've had a great opportunity to be at two of your conferences and just watch you on video and follow you on Twitter and all that great stuff that teachers do. And I tell you, my I love it. I just love it. And this is just this is just what I needed this year. This is unbelievable. No, oh, I just, you know, I love the thought of imagining all those boxes of books in your room and your kids getting to unwrap them and hold them. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. You know, I, oh, I, you just made my day. You made um, my year. I'm so glad. This is, you know, it's just what we put our... Our foundation together to do is to help people like you. Your application was amazing. The stuff that you're you're doing with a school that you know is is struggling to get kids to read, we can tell. But you're yeah, doing it. Well, that is, man. I mean, there's a there's a little bit of a feeling that you know, especially the boys. The boys just don't read, and um, I've had a couple opportunities to uh, develop some classes there to try to encourage the reading. Um, but I think the best thing is that I'm, I'm the perfect role model because every time they see me, I got a book, you know, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, but there's always a book in my hand. When I walk the hall, there's a book. When they see me, I have a book. I have a stack of books on my desk. And when the boys in that school see me, um, as, as who I am with the book, and they're more apt to, you know, give it a try. And oh, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know one thing we loved was how you said that you have tenth grade kids who come down to your middle school classroom and get books, and what a model that is for those kids of these older kids coming in. That that's the coolest thing because like. I mean, we have a school library, you know, just like every other school does, but I don't know what it is about my classroom, but the kids just come in. And, I mean, I'm in the middle of class, and a kid walks right in and goes to the bookshelf and grabs a book. And, you know, it doesn't change any of my flow to the class. It doesn't change anything. It's just part of the culture that I 
established. That's just what I want. And I tell you, when, you know, when a, when a 10th and 11th grade girl will walk into class and get a book, that 6th, 7th, and 8th grade boy is going to be like, oh, maybe I should be reading too. <laughs> Good point. You know? <laughs> You don't know how awesome this is right now. It's been a very tough year at school, and uh, this is this is exactly what I needed. Oh, I'm so glad. You were going to make a huge difference with kids with all these books. Well, Miss Kittle, you've made a huge difference because I am following you as a role model, um, along with you and Kelly Gallagher and Jeff Anderson and Kylie Beers, you know, I follow you guys. I I do what you guys have established, and it works, and it's so awesome. And I, it's just it's just awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> well, it has been great to talk to you. I hope I will see you the next time I'm in Michigan. I hope so. I, I absolutely hope so because uh, I'm guaranteeing I'm going to still be smiling. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, send me pictures when you finally get your books and you'll have hundreds and hundreds of books to choose from. So you'll have to figure out which ones you want. And then we're going to hopefully have all of them shipped to your room um, by the start of the school year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, I will. I definitely will. Thank you for being a part of this first season of the Book Love Foundation podcast. I have so appreciated your tweets and messages you've sent me after listening. I truly couldn't do this without the vision and the smart editing of Kevin Carlson. He believes in this mission and has spent hours crafting each episode. He is masterful. Thank you to the many donors who have found the podcast and sent us money. 100% of donations go to fund the libraries of the teachers you met today and those we will fund each year. The Book Love Foundation is grateful for a dedicated and determined board of directors and for the generous support of Heinemann Publishing and BookSource, our two partners in this mission to ignite a love of reading in every student. Thank you for being teachers to believe in. Enjoy your summer of reading. I'm Penny Kittle. The Book Love Foundation podcast is produced by the Teacher Learning Sessions. Connecting teachers with ideas, experts, and each other. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 <laughs>